Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough sketch. <laughs> rough sketch. Uh, what's the difference between me and you? You, you. What's the difference between me and you? You, you. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that and in your head let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I started in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to get in a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost and I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like see often. Cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often. So I sit back and enjoy life for every day that I breathe and do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know you talk about some flashy Check, check, check. Block 
a hump day, it's a hump day. Once again, shouts out to my man L to the C. He does all my intros, man. It's hump day. It's hump day. I hope everybody's feeling wonderful, uh, irregardless of the weather, where you might be at. Before we get started, we got to pay homage to, to, to all our, our people, man, our ancestors, man. So peace to the gods. Um, shalom. Assalamu alaikum. Islam. Hotep. And all those greetings of peace, man. So want to welcome y'all to the show. Uh, we do these uh, live talk show radio every Wednesday and every Saturday. Saturday usually come on at one uh, one in the afternoon, man. Give y'all some information to start y'all weekend off the right way. Uh, topics that we generally uh, talk about are uh, concerning wealth principles, and uh, the first main wealth principle that I like to incorporate in my program is is about health. So a lot of y'all that may be following me on my uh, social media platforms, I do promote heavy with, uh, you know, what my business does, which is credit repair, uh, taxes, anything related to financing, investing, trust, setting up trust, trust accounts, um, establishing your estate, and other things, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to go too too far into uh you know, the business, because uh, those of you that may be following me, you're familiar with my work, or you can at least check me out. Go to my website, divinewealthprinciples.com, and it has a list of the things that we do. Uh, we're going to be adding some new services this spring, um, even though I try and help people with their credit and get them out of their situations. Some people's situations are just a little too... Um, too massive for them to go through the program and uh, address those in that fashion. So sometimes bankruptcy is the best option for people. Now I'm not uh, entertaining the chapter 13 bankruptcy, but I will be incorporating um, chapter seven. Um, but those things are coming in the spring, man, maybe March or April. But right now, uh, today's topic, what we're going to get on, and discuss is how to get business credit established without any personal guarantees. So um, I'm gonna um, I'm a, I'm gonna dig in this so so deep, but I'm I'm, a, I'm warning y'all in advance. If you're on the call right now, um, get you some pencil or some paper. If you have the ability to record uh, from your your phone, a lot of people have the app on their phone where they can record. Um, you got an iPhone. I know it's called Voice Memos. Um, Samsung and other Android devices. I'm not sure what theirs is called, but everyone should have a device on their phone that will allow you to record what's going on. So if you can do that, fine. If you can't, you can always go back and check out this uh, broadcast uh, online at blogtalkradio.com forward slash L Divine Bay and just look up the topic uh, that we're discussing how to get business credit established without a personal guarantee. So having said that, um, I usually open up the lines and kind of get a, a vibe on who's on the call today, but because we're, we're, we're so pressed for time, um, we're going to dive right into the information. I, I'm actually going to get into that in about five minutes. Um, 
So in about five minutes, we're going to get into the conversation of how to get this business credit established. And everybody, if you're on the call right now, or if you're logging in, listening online, um, to get a PDF of some of the information that I'm going to be giving you, um, shoot me an email or a text message if you uh, have my my uh, information. I got a business a cell line. I got a fax line, all of that. So take this number down, uh, 937-319-1419. And if you text me and say, you want the PDF, I can shoot you that to your email. So just text me your email address. I'll see the number come in on the business line. I know if it's a, just a random email address, I know to shoot you the PDF document that I'm going to be going uh, over in portion of this, uh, this uh, series today. But the PDF is going to outline uh, basically the checklist to building your business credit. Because I know when I start talking about this on the uh, the call today, you might not catch everything. But like I said, you can go back and re-listen to uh, the broadcast on the archive, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Bay. But uh, it's good to have the PDF. So I'm only going to give that PDF out, out to those who are on the call today. Um, if they go and listen to the, you know, the archive show, they can uh, hear what's going on, but they won't have the ability to get this PDF document. I like my people checking in live. So if you're on social media, uh, you can share this information out here and let people know to get on the call or go to the broadcast and they can also check it out a little later. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get into the topics because, like I said, it's uh, it's a lot of information to cover, and I'm not going to be on today for the full two hours because I still got a lot of people's tax returns. I'm trying to get, get people their money. So once they get their money, then hopefully they'll be ready to invest in some of the things that I'm teaching. So um, the first thing we want to talk about as far as establishing your credit, this is the blueprint. I'm telling you um, – this call is your own. This is this. You're getting some 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 straight gems, man. I'm, I mean, I charge two thousand dollars for this information that I'm giving you. Uh, I'm not going to give you everything, obviously, but I'm going to give you enough to where after you get off this call today, you'll know exactly how to get your business started uh, easily, quickly, and effortlessly. And you will also have your business credibility. And you will have five trade lines already set up. So five trade lines, five between five to seven trade lines. And um that that's that's you know, that's kinda big. So I got one of my callers, uh they said they couldn't hear me, so before I get into the information, if you're on the call and you know my uh my cell number or the number that I just gave you, send me a, a text message or a thumbs up and say, I can hear you because one of my, one of my clients, actually, he said that he's trying to tune in, but he can't hear anything. Maybe he got on a little early. I'm not sure, but, uh, okay. I got a thumbs up. I got a thumbs up. Okay. So maybe he needs to call back in. Yeah. I'm gonna have him call back in. But I appreciate y'all for letting me know that you can hear me. Um, and we're going to get into it. Hold on. I'm going to give you my opportunity to 
to uh, get on here. Y'all bear with me. I might give me a little background music. I usually play a little background music in the background so y'all can get the vibe right. But this information is so important. And I, I wouldn't even attempt to give this information out on a, uh, you know, for free. But, hey, when the spirit moves you and tells you to do something, just do it, man. Because if I put this information in the universe and it's able to motivate some of you and, uh, you know, get some of y'all on the path, hey, I would love to see, um, see, we got 30, 32, 30, 34 callers on the line. And it looks like about 18, 18 people checking in uh, on the website. Got Canada in here. Got a couple Chicago numbers. What's up to my Chicago family? Got my Dayton family in here. See, this is weird. It's, it's only, it's only uh, 12 people with the 937 area code on the call, but I got more Detroit and Chicago numbers. But, hey, I'm going to go where the love is at, and eventually my people, they'll they get on board. No worries. So, yeah, we're going to get into the information, man. Hopefully my man is able to hear me because I got enough thumbs up, especially in the chat room right now. They said they can hear me just fine. So we're going to get started. So first thing you want to do, and to start your business, get some pencil and paper or, you know, like I said, start recording. And if you text me, uh, let me know that you need the PDF. I'll shoot you the PDF. Um, the first thing you want to do is establish your business name and establishing a business name. You have to do a little research because a lot of names that you may want to have for your business may be taken. Unfortunately, that's the nature of um copyright i mean first person to get in line and get their information together then they, they own that name um but this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand you may be able to create your business name in the state that you live in now if the name that you're you wanting to use has been already taken in the state that you live in something that i've learned um in this process you can go to a neighbor state like us here in the Dayton area, we're kind of close to Indiana. So you're talking about 30-minute trip to Richmond. You can go to Richmond, set up a, a, a office, and not a physical, you know, office where you're going to be paying a lot of rent money. But you can get a virtual office set up in Indiana um, for less than $100 a month. And basically that gives you an actual physical business address where you can receive mail and it's a brick and mortar building and you like I said you may pay between 50 and 75 dollars 99 dollars the maximum that you would pay but for the 99 dollars I believe you're able to uh, send and receive mail from that address and I think they also throw in a business line so you have someone to be able to take your calls for you and uh, forward those to you or take messages for you so Again, if your business name that you, you know, you may have had your heart set on that business name, if it's taken in Ohio or whatever state you live in, you can also go to a neighbor state, um, like we're in the Midwest, so Kentucky is about an hour away from where I am, uh, Indiana is about, like I said, a half hour to Richmond, uh, any neighbor state, nothing too far, because you want to be able to 
you know, travel there to pick up your mail if you need to, if anything important is being sent there. But this is just to establish your business credibility and your business credit. Now, you can have a P.O. box for your business and you can have your mail forwarded to your P.O. box. But for the purposes of establishing a credible business, you need to have a brick and mortar address. Now, people always ask, uh, someone in the chat room asks, I knew it was going to come up. Someone in the chat room asks, can you use your home address? You can use your home address to establish a business, but the, the, the likelihood of you getting a company to give you a loan because you're a home-based business is it's kind of, you know, you may get it, but they're, they're not really looking at you as a corporate entity or a uh, – what they would say, a credible business. Not that you wouldn't be a credible business because a lot of home-based businesses, they do very well. But in the corporate sector, um, it's best or looks, the appearance of everything is important. So it looks better if you have a brick or mortar building that's not your home address. And P.O. boxes are good for business, but they're not good for credit. So when you're establishing credit, they want to see that you have an actual business building and uh they kind of slick now so they they can google they'll do a google uh earth check to see what your business looks like so if you uh get one of these companies that i'm speaking of to have the virtual offices they are usually nice offices so you can uh let them google you and they'll see oh you got the nice business you know business front you know he's in the office building that that's that's in a nice area i actually have one of those offices myself in the Beaver Creek area. But um, getting your name together, that's the first step. So you want to do a business name search in the Secretary of State in the state that you live in. So that's the first step. Once you get your name and no one else has it, then you can uh, move forward in getting your EIN number. So first step, credibility. You want to get your business name. You must use a full legal name, including your DBAs, which means doing business as if you want to use some, and it must match the name exactly listed on the corporation records. That's one of the most important things that you need to understand when you're trying to get and establish a business and business credibility and business credit. You have to make sure that your business name, address, spelling, and everything is the same everywhere you see it. That's important because if your your business name is spelled wrong, the address is different, a phone number is different, they're going to think fraud, they're going to think that you're, you know, you're not a credible business. So it's very important that you want to make everything concentric. So that means everything must be exactly the same from the dot to the period. If you say sweet spell it S-U-I-T or S-T-E abbreviation, whatever you do on your uh, government papers or your state papers when you get your EIN number, you have to make sure everything that you put down is the same every time because that will cause a problem. It'll actually create two entities and they won't know which address is correct and it can give you a hard time. So make sure everything is, is uh, exactly is listed on your corporation records. Now, the business licenses, you must have a proper licensing as required for your industry and your state. So the quick way to find that out is 
whatever industry you're looking to uh, start your business in, you say, for instance, um, I'm in the finance and consulting industry. In the finance and consulting industry, you will look up for the state of Ohio or whatever state you, you know, docile, you want to look that up and you want to see if they require you to have a business license. And um, most states require you to have a, a proper business license and for the, your industry. So for the license um, through the secretary of state and you make a purchase and, and it's, it's as simple as that. It's, it's not hard to do, but you have to go through the steps the correct steps in order to make sure that everything is credible. Third thing you want to do is get your EIN number. That's your employer identification number. Uh, the filing must match your state filing exactly. So like I said earlier, if, if your name is already taken for Ohio and you want to go over to a neighbor's state and get into Indiana, all your information for your business will be Indiana. So it's like your business is registered in the state of Indiana, but you can do business in the United States and abroad. And we'll get into the international information in a minute. So when you're talking to people, they'll say, do your business name and get your EIN number. And you can do it that way, but check first to see if a business license is required for your industry and your state. So I'm just going to give it to you in the order that that I learned it so you can see what works best for you as far as what you acquire first but these are the proper steps to do it the correct way so you don't have to backtrack okay to get your federal EIN number you go to the IRS site and you can just search for EIN and it's some pretty basic steps on the uh, irs.gov site being EIN and you'll see a link there uh, you can do the online EIN application, and they will actually generate you a, a EIN number. Uh -oh. They actually issue you an EIN number. I lost speaking. <laughs> they actually issue you an EIN number. Um, they can send it to you digitally through an email, or you can download it instantly. So that way. You have your number. You can do that right when you get off this call. Like, literally, you can search your business name. If it's not taken, go to irs.gov, type in EIN, click on the link, go through the steps. It may take you five or 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes if you're a little, you know, you little, hey, you, you know, you, you <laughs> little like somebody I know. But, uh, you don't need to rush. You want to make sure that you know you, you're you're satisfied with the uh, the business name because it's going to be with you. So take your time. Come up with something you know that's, that's that you like, and you're going to be able to 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 stick your chest out with your name because it's it's you're creating something. So you you're birthing your business. So you want to make sure everything is to your liking. If it sits well with you and it's available, then you know it was meant for you. So you get your EIN number. You can download that. You can print it out. You have that. Then you want to get the physical address. We already spoke about that. The business needs its own physical address, so do not use a home address or a P.O. box or even a UPS box. The UPS box, it used to work, but right now it's, they're, they're frowned upon. They know if you got a UPS box, 
it's it's not a physical address. They don't really uh, respect that, just like a P.O. box. Because if you know a company that only has a P.O. box, then that means all you can do is send them mail. But if they have a brick-and-mortar building, you can physically go to that building and say, okay, this is their building. This is a, this is a legitimate business. So just kind of take that with a grain of salt. Now, in addition to the physical address, you want to also have a separate business phone. Now, I'm going to tell you a little uh, secret that you can use, and it's 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 kind of slick, and it might cost you uh, maybe hundred bucks a year, and and that's 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 really good for an additional line. Uh, they have apps where you can get a secondary number on your phone, so it'll ring a different ringtone, and you basically have a voice over IP number. Uh, it won't show up as a mobile number; it'll show up as a regular phone number. Um, but you don't have to, you know, go through the expenses of having a hard line or going through one of these companies and, you know, setting up a, a landline because just being real with the, the business and the way that we do business today, a landline, it's cool for people that's in the office, you know, they're taking calls, but uh, the way that people do business today, we're on the move. So having a physical office is good. Having a, a landline, that's good, but it's not required when you're first getting started, but you can't, well, I'm not going to say can't. You don't want to use the same number that you have for your cell phone or your home phone because you have to separate. You want to make sure everything with your business does not overlap your personal life because you want your business to be set up and based on itself. You want your business to stand on the credit itself. And once you do that, then they never have uh, a reason to use your personal social security number or your personal credit score to uh, decide whether or not they're going to extend you credit or credit line. So that's, that's the whole purpose of uh, doing this this way is because you want to create an entity, a credit file just for your business. And once you get your, your credit file straight to where, you know, it's established and you're, you're getting credit limits 10 to a hundred times, as much as you would on your personal, then you'll see the the value in what I'm I'm giving you today. So, the next step after you set up your your business phone number, and they have they have some apps. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you the one that I use, and they have plenty out there. The one that I'm currently using is called Sideline. Like I said, you can you can go to your app store and and say secondary lines or something like that. And they probably got plenty of them, but the one that I'm using is is called sideline. They used to let you have it free for like 30 days. And then I think it was like five bucks a month. Now I think they, they went up a little bit to $9 a month, but like I said, $9 a month, $120 a year to have a, a, a business line and it has voicemail text, the whole nine. And then in addition, if you really want to get, you know, all the way, fly with it you can get a customized 1-800 number and the 1-800 number can ring to that sideline number as well so keep that in mind because you want to you want to give off the image that your business is just as big as the big corporations because that's who you're playing ball with so if they see that you have a 1-800 number 
then they look at you like, okay, she's no different than McDonald's or one of these big corporations. Um, I didn't want to give them a plug, so act like I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, the 411 directory. This is important to a lot of the credit world, but it's not really important to the business world per se, clients, because, you know, we don't do 411 when we're looking for things. We usually Google it, and that's just something that we do. So if you want to make sure that your company is, 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 is credible, you want to make sure that your business is listed in Google. They have a 411 directory, same type type of thing. But in order to get this business credit, they actually want your phone number to be listed with a 411. And they have some 411 listings that you can get for free. It's going to be limited to maybe like a 50 to 100 square miles from where your business is. Now, you can get a national directory that covers the whole United States. So if anyone's searching for you in um, in the entire United States, your number will come up. But if you're if you have that free 411, then it's just going to be in your select area, maybe like I said, 50 to maybe 100 miles from where your business is located. So as long as you're there, though, that's all that really matters. If they can pull up 411 and your business comes up, then that's a verifiable uh, phone number. It's not associated with your personal phone number. So that's six things that I've given you. Uh, I'm going to recap real quick. Your business name. You want to get your business name. Make sure it's not a name that somebody already has because they'll reject your um, application when you go to file for the state. Uh, Business license. See if you are required to have one for your industry and in your state. Your EIN number. You can get that free today after you get off this call. A physical address, they have what is called satellite offices, and one company is called Allegiant, and the other company is called uh, Regis. Those are the two main ones that uh, I know they're in this area. They may have some more, so just Google uh, virtual offices or satellite offices, and you'll get some some options depending on where you are in the country. Um, The number five is a separate business phone. So you want to get a business number. I gave you some examples of how you can get that for for the low. Uh, and then you want to list yourself in the 411 directory. And make sure you list yourself exactly how the business name is on all of your documents. Now, a business fax. It's not really required, but um, I would say get it depending on what type of industry you're in, because like I said, you want to be credible. So if uh, you're looking to get business credit long-term, maybe eventually getting SBA loans, it's good to have a fax number. Now, let me give you some more game because people, when you hear fax, a lot of people, they think instantly uh, a fax machine connected to a landline phone. Well, it's 2020, (laughs) 2019. You don't have to do that. They have uh, online fax services, <clears throat> and the one that I recommend is called uh, online. Let me see. I think they changed the name. So give me a second. I hope y'all writing this down because I'm giving y'all some game, some serious game that costs a lot of money to 
to follow this research, but I'm being generous. Yeah, the one that I use is called onlinefaxes.com. It's www.onlinefaxes.com. And basically how this is set up, they charge you about $9.99 a month. So that's another $10 that you're going to get. But check this out. You will be able to receive faxes anywhere in the world via your phone. So how it works is they generate you a fax number and you have some uh you have some uh different options where you can kind of pick a number. So get one that's, you know, kind of similar to where you are in the country or if you want to, you know, just a generic one, you can pick a random one. But they give you a fax number um and if someone faxes you any documents, you can give them that number. They fax you the documents. And what happens is you get an email. You click on your email. It says you have faxes. You, it'll have you a link that will go directly to uh, onlinefaxes.com. You log into your account, and your faxes is there just like an email. You click on them. You see the documents. You can print them out. You can download them, save them to your phone. Um, and you have a walk-in fax machine in your pocket on your cell phone. So that's 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 kind of a, a big deal. And if you have a fax number and you're putting it on your applications, they have a fax number. They got a 1-800 number. You have a, a, a brick and mortar building, you know, for your address. You got your tax ID number. Man, you you appear to be a legitimate business. And that's what the whole thing is. You you can't just be a sole proprietor or a, a, a partnership and think you, these companies are going to give you, you know, tens of thousands of hundreds and thousands of dollars because you, you got a tax ID number. That's not how it works. So this is the game and I'm giving it to you today. So facts, you can use it. If you need it, get it. You know, it's not really required, but I would suggest to get one $10 a month. You're not going to miss that money, but it makes your business way more credible. Just, just the fact that you have a fax number. Okay, a business website. Now, you will need a professional business website that properly reflects your brand. Now, when I say a professional business website, it doesn't mean you have to have an elaborate website to be uh, credible for the, uh, you know, for a company to, to take you serious. You just need to have a website. You need to have a presence on the Internet because uh, the first thing a company do when you you know, apply for a business loan or any kind of business credit, they're going to Google you. So the more they see, the more credible you are. If they see that you have a, a website, they'll click on it. They may check out the homepage. And if it looks like a professional website, then you look credible. If it looks like you made it up, it's going to look like you made it up. So just think about that when people are extending you thousands of dollars and you have a hundred dollar website don't want to you know push the envelope too much but uh we do have resources for you to where you can get a professional website done and they can cater that website based on your budget so if you're dealing with you know small budget you'll get a small website but it will be clean it will be professional and we have companies that we uh refer you to that can help you with that uh one of the companies is push graphics um Basically, I have a list of a lot of companies that do websites, but Push Graphics is the one that I'm pushing. So you can Google Push Graphics, and they only do um, referral work because they're kind of 
you know, in-house. So they're only dealing with their, their clients, their personal clients that they're helping get businesses established. So if you're on this call, you're, you're privy to the push graphics brand and they will definitely get you together for a decent price and make sure we keep recycling, you know, our businesses, you know, that we're using each other for everything that we're doing. So we keep our money in our communities. That's, that's a big, a big plus. So anybody that you know that provides a service for you and uh, they can keep the same service and you're not lacking in service. And you know, if it's a black owned business, Hey, if now if they're a black owned business and they're not providing you the right service, I'm not suggesting that you deal with them just based on race or based on color. So if they do a good job, check them out first before you just give your money to people that don't look like you. Just That's just a little tip. Okay. Not being racist. I'm just being, you know, I love me and I love my people. So whoever does the best job, use them. But we got plenty of people out here that do great jobs at what they do. So just seek them first. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So a business website. Uh, professional email. Now, professional emails mean a lot. I didn't think they meant that much. It wasn't really a big of a deal, but you know how uh, technology is today and how uh, email plays a big role in how people do business. So if you have an email that ends in AOL or Gmail or Yahoo, it's not really respect it but i mean if you have a contact and it's consistent with all your documents hey use that use that for now and then once you have a a professional business email address with your domain of your company on it then that looks a little more credible to uh lenders so for example my business website is divinewealthprinciples.com my business email would be info at divinewealthprinciples.com or L Divine Bay at divinewealthprinciples.com. It just helps your brand look more professional. For example, if you were to email a corporation that you're doing business with, if their extension of their email was gmail.com, would you really take them serious? Would you look that look at that company as a viable company or a credible company? Or would you be like, wait a minute, they created a free email account for the business? So just kind of keep that in the back of your head when you're when you're creating your business, because this is your business and you want people to look at it as a business, not just a joke. So I know some of these things may be like, well, I don't really care about my, you should care because just like you care what you look like when you walk out the house, putting on your outfit, your hair, your nails, whatever, you need to care about how your business is being represented because they're going to see that online before they ever get to see you. So if your website is professional, if your email is professional, if your fax, you know, your fax number, your, your, your listening 411, you, you, they pull your name up, it comes up in the Secretary of State, all of that is important, and all of that carries a lot of weight when you're trying to get credit for your business. So professional email. Okay, public records. Public records. Now, some of you are familiar with what public records are. Basically, um, liens, judgments, uh, things of that nature against your business. So you wouldn't have that in the beginning stages of creating your business, but those are things you want to keep your eye on moving forward. So, for example, 
if you created your business, things are going well, you got you about five or six trade lines, you're doing good, you're building your business credit, people are, you know, extending you uh, net 30, net 60 accounts where they basically give you inventory free. So say if you needed, uh, let's see, if you were in the, 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 the restaurant business and you needed, let's say, some 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 meat and some vegetables to 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 make sure you have the first month of of food. Now you could come out your pocket and spend money all of your groceries for that first month to operate your business. Now if people walk in your door and buy, that's great. You get your money back. But why do that when you can get a net thirty, a net sixty account, and they'll just say, we'll send you everything you need for that month and then they'll bill you and then in 40 30 to 45 days you have to pay that full balance and it's that's they do it similar if you uh familiar with the nightclub seeing the bars they get their liquor uh pretty much fronted to them that's a term that we all can uh <laughs> agree upon so a net 30 a net 60 and a net 90 account those are similar to what you would call in layman terms fronting you so they front you the merchandise, whatever the merchandise is for your industry. They front you that, and they give you, based on the, the account that they set up for you, if it's a 30 account, it has to be paid in full in 30 days. If it's a net 60, 60 days, net 90, 90 days. So if you're a new company and you bake cookies or you you, you got a bakery, you got your building, you got everything set up, and you got to get your inventory. You got to get your supplies. Supplies might cost you a couple thousand, a couple thousand dollars to get going to where you can, you know, push out your product. Rather than you digging in your pocket to pay a $2,000, you get this stuff set up the way I'm t- showing you how to set it up, and then you reach out to a company, um, maybe iSupply, one of those companies that, uh, you know, give you they send the same thing to the restaurants. So you set up a corporate account with them and then you just check off on your list what you need. They deliver it to you, drop ship it. You haven't spent a dime. They extended you that credit. And then once you, you know, you're selling your, your, your items and then you're generating some income and then you can pay them back. And then that's a revolving net account. So it might be net 30 to begin with and then they may extend it to net 120. And then eventually you just have an open line of credit with them. That's how this game is, is, is set up, and that's how it's supposed to be played. We've been playing it the wrong way because we've been investing our own money, taking from our homes to try and run businesses, and then if the business is not doing good, then we're lacking at home and we're lacking in our business. Then you get into the thing where your personal credit starting to get affected and your business credit is affected because you don't have two. You're operating with one. So now your personal credit took a hit because your business took a hit. And now, you know, that, that could cause a, a company to fold. And that's one of the main reasons why businesses fail within the first two years. So we want to keep that in mind um, moving forward. You want to make sure you establish your business credit separate and let your business stand on its own credit. It should never cost you to run your business. If you got money that you keep in your house, keeping in your house for your kids, keeping in your house for your family, that money is supposed to run your household. Your business is supposed to run itself once you establish this credit. So it may cost you a couple thousand dollars 
to get your business credit established. But once it's established, you don't have to spend any more money on your business. It's just make sure you're in an industry that's going to make money. So when you get fronted your product, you do your diligence and sell your product and pay your bill. That's how it works in a nutshell. So no public records, no liens, no judgments. So if you have those things, uh, basically they won't extend you any kind of credit until you get those removed. And you can get those removed just like you can get items removed off your personal credit report. In my company, DivineWealthPrinciples.com, we assist in removal of items on your personal and your business credit. So I'm a good person you want to you wanna keep in touch with on all accounts. A business, personal, credit, uh, taxes, the whole nine. I can keep you legal. I can keep you safe. Okay, now, step two. Now, those were 11, no, 10 steps in just being credible. The main thing we want to establish when you're creating your business is to be credible. Once you're credible, then we move on to the second step, and that's called your business credit reports. Now, one of the secrets of building business credit the few entrepreneurs know is that to move to each stage of the process, you must have a certain amount of trade lines established, which are also known as payment experiences. So the first uh, thing that I just told you where I said you would get vendor credit, whatever uh, vendor that you're going to be doing business with for your business, you want to set up an account with them. You want to set up a relationship with them. So they're able to to extend you what you need to operate your business for a month product wise. And then you make sure you pay that off in full on the due date or before the earlier you pay it off, the higher your score is going to be. So how a payment experience works. If a company reports to the business credit bureaus, which would be uh, done in Bradstreet, uh, they have an uh, Equifax business, an experienced business and um, a credit safe, a company called Credit Safe. So four major companies that report just business credit it has nothing to do with consumer or personal credit. It's just business. So once you get extended credit, if that company reports to Dun and Bradstreet, it's just going to report to Dun and Bradstreet. However, if they report to Dun and Bradstreet, Equifax, and Experian Business then you'll get three payment experiences for one payment. So if, say, <clears throat> iSupplier, GFC, or whichever those companies that issue you, they, they drop ship you uh, a shipment. You make that payment, and they just so happen to report to all three of them. That one transaction, once you pay that bill, they're going to report to all three a credit bureau. So that's going to show three payment experiences. Once you show five payment experiences on your business credit report, one is going to give you uh, either a C or a B credit rating. And two, it's going to allow you to move to the next level of the business credit tier, which you go from the vendor credit to credit where you can get stuff like Amazon cards, uh, Sam's, Walmart, Office, Max, uh, Best Buy, things of that nature. So once you get to that level where you're getting appliance, 
and department stores like Hewlett Packard, those companies that you 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 buy products from, um, computers, uh, printers, things of that nature. You get to that level after you get past the vendor credit. So the vendor credit are the net accounts. You get those net 30s, net 60, net 90. Once you make five payment experiences, um, then you move on to the next level, which is uh, what we were discussing, things like Amazon, uh, Sam's, Walmart. Uh, then you go on to, to fleet cards would be the third tier where you'd be getting gas cards and things of that nature. And then you move on to the credit cards. That's where you get the American Express, the Chase, the Wells Fargo, all of those that extend you amounts from as little as 10000 up to 100000 on a credit line. So that's where this is going. So it's basically establishing with these vendor credit accounts, and I'm going to give you five of them. And then once you get that established, then you can move on to the next level, the next level, and then eventually you are able to get cash from credit cards to be able to do whatever you want to do with them. So that's that's the process, and it usually takes about six months. So from inception, six months down the line, if you do everything that I'm telling you to do and you do it the right way, you'll be looking at having one, two, or three credit cards with about $100,000 each on each credit card. And with those business credit accounts, you have the ability to take out half of whatever the overall limit is in cash advance. So you can use your imagination on what you can do with that kind of money and that kind of credit. So real quick. So if we had an American Express card business corporate account, with a hundred thousand dollar limit, Chase with a hundred thousand dollar limit, and Wells Fargo with a hundred thousand dollar limit. So we got a total of three hundred thousand dollars on three credit cards. We can get fifty thousand advance cash advance on each of those. So that's one hundred fifty thousand dollars liquid cash we can take off of those cards. Now, your imagination should be able to tell you if I have access to $150,000 cash liquid where I can put in my bank account, my business bank account, I have a little leverage to make some moves, whether if it's to buy some property and flip it while I'm making that 1% payment on those credit cards. And most of those cards, the introduction uh, annual percentage rate is 0%. They they give you a 0% interest rate for six to 18 months. So you don't pay no interest on any of that money. So this is giving you a little game, power of what you're doing when you step into this realm and you establish your business credit uh, properly. So not to overbore you with a lot of that, but that's that's how why I get excited about what I'm trying to teach people is because I don't care if you got a babysitting uh, job. If you do hair in your house, do what I'm telling you to do. Establish your business credit and you'll have the ability to kind of leverage some things to make it easier for you to really conduct your business, whatever the business is. You know, you might start off with one thing. You might want to start something else, then do a DBA. So you have your business established. You don't want to start from scratch. Do a DBA. This is your company name doing businesses, something else. But as long as you have your initial credit set up, ride that thing, man. Just make sure you make your payments on time. Okay. The business credit reports. 
those you have the ability to get your business credit reports for for free. I think the Dun and Bradstreet report you can get for free, and then they have a um, uh, an account where I think you can pay like twenty four dollars um, a month, or they have a um, a quarterly amount where you can pay. Well, now basically what this is going to do is it's going to allow you to monitor your business credit reports, and you need to know what's on that before you move to the next step, and and you need to see how many trade lines are being show on your business credit report because like I said it's numbers to go to the next tier so the net 30 accounts once you have five payment experiences that could be two accounts where one's reporting three and one may be only reporting two but once you have five payment experiences on your business credit report then you can move to the next level and get those uh, accounts with like the Amazons and the, and the Office Max and things like that and then you can move your way up to the fleet cards and then eventually to the credit cards. So Dun & Bradstreet, before you go to Dun & Bradstreet, you want to get another number. That other number is called a Dun's number. And you can get that free as soon as you get off this, this call. You can go to Dun's. You can just Google Dun's and it'll pull up or Dun's number. And that's D-U-N-S. Getting a Dunn's number is free. A lot of people will lead you to believe that you got to pay for it. And even Dunn and Bradstreet will, they will throw some things out there to say that they'll give you this, that, and a third. But all you want is the number. All you want is a Dunn's number. And if you Google Dunn's number, the first thing that should pop up, it says free Dunn's number lookup. That gives you an opportunity to look up any Dunn's number for any business that's in the world. Dunn's number will make you credible internationally. So if you have your EIN number, that allows you to be, you know, do business in your state and in the United States. But when you have a DUNS number, then you become recognized internationally. So your little cupcake company or your little bar or whatever here will be recognized internationally. So you can learn and you want to learn how to do business or do commerce overseas because that opens the door for you to be able to do business in a bigger way from whatever city you from your business to get recognized in London, in Europe, in Africa. So this is kind of big. And like I said, you want to appear to be as big as these corporate giants because they started off the same way. So you get your Dunn's number, you go Google Dunn's, go to Dunn and Bradstreet, uh, create an account, They'll have you fill out some information. They'll issue you a number. It may take you probably, I think, three to five days. Once you get that done number, then that's when you want to start applying for these uh, net 30 accounts. Because once they see you have an EIN number, you're registered with your state, and you have a DUNS number, they'll give you credit lines just knowing that you did those first steps of getting credible. And before we get to far ahead on the reports and all the other things. I want to go ahead and give you some of these names of these companies that will extend you that will extend you credit. Um well damn I forgot I I done already won an hour man. I got like a minute and a half left on this show. Now I said I was gonna do an hour but I really uh need to do two hours on this. So what I'm gonna do 
I'm going to have another hour show uh, tomorrow, same time. So Thursday at 7, I'm going to finish up with this. But the information, the information that I gave you so far will definitely get you started. So when you get off the line with me, do those few steps that I told you, and uh, you'll be well on your way. Jump back on here with me tomorrow at the same time at 7 o'clock, and then we'll pick up with some of the vendors that you'll be able to get this credit from. So appreciate y'all for checking in. I see some uh, calls, 614, last four digits, 4953, 937, last four digits, 8403. I was going to open up the lines for you guys, but remember to text me, and I'll shoot you this PDF. And if not, I will see you guys tomorrow at 7 o'clock, and we're going to pick up with uh, seven vendors that you can get that credit that we spoke about um, as a startup business. So keep listening. Share the information. Peace and all that. And I'll talk to you all tomorrow.